Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I am Sven Goran Eriksson and you are listening to the Football Ramble. We haven't got leaders. They're all just Unfortunately, whenever improvements on my behalf. And United got it! England win a World Cup penalty shootout! It's the final countdown, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betway. The European Championships begin today. It's Friday, 11th of June. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Andy Brassel. And I'm Luke Moore. (laughs) Hey, it's good to see you, everybody. Euro 2020 kicks off 
tonight and we're going to follow it every step of the bleeding way. We're releasing even more shows throughout the tournament. I think we've only got two days off because at some point I will need a shower. Yeah, who needs a day off though, apart from that bit? Yes. It takes you all day to have a shower. <laughs> Mad really, isn't it? I don't think we need you to have a shower. We need your <laughs> musk in the studio. <laughs> You've got it today, baby, and a lot more other days. But yes, it's, it's going to be extremely epic. Uh, so if you're not subscribed on your podcast app, what are you waiting for? Hit that subscribe button so you never miss a thing throughout the Euros. Here we are, as we are, so it goes, Andy Brassel. Come as you are. I thought that's where you were going to go with that. <laughs> oh, no. A little bit of Tony Wilson. Yeah. You know what? I, I never normally mouth the words to the tune, but I did this morning. Good man. Hand on heart. Come on. Can't Andy, Andy and you must have mixed emotions because obviously you are a Europhile, but will you be cheering on England Please the rest of the Please don't refer Sunday? to me with a word that's got file on the end. <laughs> You're a Francophile. You're a Europhile. You know, are you, are you going to be cheering England on Sunday, nevertheless? Of course. And what about if England come up against your beloved Portugal? My beloved Portugal. <laughs> Will you be cheering on Portugal? Now. Yes. Now. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, obviously, I will be rooting for my England. But, uh, He's I don't, England I don't, now, is it? Get on board with that spanner! I, I, I don't know what my wallet will be, uh, yeah. <laughs> will be cheering for. I feel like an agent runner that's finally, finally, t- <laughs> finally turned this source. Absolutely. Yes. What a start to the show, everybody. Yeah. We've managed to capture the support of Andy Brassel for Clary, Gareth's glorious guys. Kate this, Mason's uh, already threatened me with her face paint. She's threatened a lot of people. I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's frightening. Absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the tournament kicks off tonight at 8 p.m. Uh, with Turkey versus Italy at the Stadio Olimpico in Rome, where there will be an opening ceremony, surely. I suppose I just pick up on that. You really want to be tuning in from seven to see Childish Gambino. Damn right. (laughs) 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 He's going to be busy, because presumably he's going to do every opening at all the stadiums. Could be me doing uh, Nelly songs on my guitar. Now you're talking. (laughs) Yes. You have a right to reply. Andy Brussels slagging you off. No, it was cowardly, but we'll move on. It was cowardly. (laughs) You knew I was miles and miles away at the time. You, you pulled something up on me from 11 years ago. Andy. Fair enough. Fair enough. You, you know what? Go on, Andy. Like, you just never provided the follow-up. That's true. It's like the Stone Roses got a lot of shit in the five years before they brought out a second coming. That's true. But you, one thing you didn't mention about that was the Italian football journalist and full-time maniac, mm-hmm. I think it's fair to say, Sheridan Bird, was quite insistent upon it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. He's a man it's uh, hard to say no to. Exactly. Say. exactly. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. anyway, enough of that. It's self-indulgent nonsense. <laughs> I think we all agree, though, I deserve the right to reply there. Absolutely. Um, to these two cowards. So on, which, one, which one of the opening ceremonies are you doing so people can tune in? Uh, I'm, I'm doing like Phil Collins did at Live Aid. I'm doing London. Yeah. And then I'm going to fly, well, it works, it's New York, on yeah. Concord. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to go, I'm going to do Baku first. Yeah. Yes. And I'm going to Concord it to London. Yeah. And then and then we'll all be merry and bright. Yeah. Well, it's all happening, Andy, in Rome this evening. Um, and uh, I mean, there's, there's, there's going to be... Football on almost every single day for an entire month. I mean, this is the, the sort of adult version of Christmas. And and I did pronounce adult, adult. Because if, if I said it's the adult version of Christmas, yeah. that would mean something. But Christmas doesn't quite... go on for a month, does it? No, I know. It actually the... does these days. Bloody hell. Uh-huh. Hey? It's a whole advent, isn't it? Andy? Yeah. Can't get rid of it. <laughs> the way you said it there... I thought you were going to talk about how he's matured so much in Portugal. He's now adult to rap. I, was, I, th- oh. I felt like you were going to say adult to rap as well for yeah. some reason. Yeah, oh, okay. but, but um, he's not involved. Are we? Are we going to talk about the uh, this first game first, or are we going to go straight into England? Do you want to go into England? I don't mind. I'm just saying. I, I think Andy on on the continent yesterday and the guys talked about how Italy haven't lost a game for so long. Mm. It bears repeating for those who haven't had a chance to listen to on the continent mm. that Italy haven't lost a game mm-hmm. since the end of 2018. 
10th of September. It's insane. That is, it's incredible. That's good going. And but, but but a lot of people fancy turkey. So there's a lot of subtext, a lot of subplot, a lot of narrative in this opening game. Yes. And there's nothing more romantic than seeing if you're of our generation, mm-hmm. and perhaps even the generation older or, or a bit younger even, there's nothing more romantic than seeing Italy in, a, in an international tournament. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely. great. It's just Abs- great to absolutely. watch. Back in Rome as well. We've, we, we probably haven't seen that since the 1990 World Cup. Now you're talking. Have we? What, in an international tournament? No, we wouldn't have done that. Yeah. We can't it, have done it, it was funny on the, on the, on the Patreon last night to, to raise the curtain mm-hmm. how uh, Nicky Bandini was asked by you and rather caught on the hop for once mm-hmm. about who people should support. Oh, it was, we had a, I forget the, the, the name of the person, but it was an American who said, who should I support at the Euros? That, that's right. And um, she was caught off guard and just said, Italy, best anthem, best kit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> to be fair, the French anthem's the best anthem. Let's get that absolutely right. Mm. Italy's got a great kit. I agree. My, my wife, who's a Flower Italian... of Scotland's quite strong, and it's in there. True, Flower of Scotland's great. My wife will be supporting Italy, so we're going to be excited for tonight. Okay. Portuguese anthem used to be even better, but they took out a particularly violent verse because they thought it might offend other nations. Really? Yeah. yeah. French should do that. The, the, the French, French are not yeah. bothered about that yeah, at all. No, exactly, yeah. All right. There okay. we go. Interesting, Andy. Well, okay. Um, well, uh, England, uh, of course, will be playing on, on Sunday against Croatia. Let's let's talk about them for, for the rest of the show. No. <laughs> uh, this is 15 paragraphs in the road, Lord Marcus. <laughs> uh, how are we feeling? Because after the two, the, the, the pre-tournament friendlies are a funny old affair. Yeah, and one particularly can, this year for England. Yes, of course, missing players and yeah. and so on. Uh, and then one can jump to conclusions uh, about sort of performances in those friendlies and 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 so on and so forth. Um, but something that, that there is a, a bit of uh, good news is that Declan Rice has vowed to have his first ever pint if England win the Euros. I I, I heard this. Isn't that sweet? Yeah, and I think uh, I mean, we've we've talked about this before, and but I do think it bears repeating, particularly on the eve of some of the biggest football games of these players' lives, how much dedication they have to put into being professional footballers at such a young age. Mm. And it does feel strange to hear someone of his age, whatever he is, 21, saying that. Mm-hmm. But that just shows you what you've got to do to, to make it these yeah. days, particularly, I mean, particularly in modern football, of course. Mm. I mean, it, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, speaking of England's uh, younger players, quite a lot of them are quite young. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They have the second youngest squad in, in the whole tournament. They're they? all young to me. Mm. Well, Rhys James has, has brought out some big talk, Andy. He suggested yesterday that England have so many players that have won major honours, they have probably their best chance of success since 1966. Forgetting Le Tournoi, but we'll overlook that. <laughs> yeah. So speaks a man who's just won the Champions League. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Medal around the neck. Yeah, <laughs> still got it on. Board. Yeah, that's I, it. I think that is super important, I think, when it comes to him and Mason Mount. I think if you go back to uh, Portugal in 2004, the bit where it turned for them, a very poor first game against Greece and obviously a very poor last game against Greece as well. But the bit where Scolari decides, right, let's bring in all the Porto players that have just won the Champions League. Mm. And it it changes everything about. It's funny, when you mention Rhys James here, Mm -hmm. as you know, I'm a huge fan of Kieran Trippier. He's done an incredible season with Atletico Madrid. Mm -hmm. When I see the name Rhys James, I think, how can you not pick him? Yeah. You know, it's it's really it's difficult to, and, and, uh, to to deny his claim. You haven't even mentioned Carl Walker there. And I think, well, uh, can, well I, yeah, can I bring, if, can if, I bring if Carl Walker go, in? If you go three, yeah. Can I bring Carl Walker in? Cause, well, Please, exactly, because yeah. I think there's a chance. I'm not saying whether I think it's a good thing or a bad thing, mm. but I think that I was chatting to a friend of mine this morning. I think there's a chance that he'll go, he might 
he might ape the formation that Chelsea played in the Champions League final, mm-hmm. the three four two one, mm-hmm. and play. He does uh, know we don't have N'Golo Kante. Yeah. yeah, well, he does. That hopefully, <laughs> but there, there are players. In fairness, there are players to fit that, and he yeah. could play. He could actually play both the Chelsea wing backs from that final. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as as England players, and he could play Walker in the back three. Anyway, look, there's plenty of time to do that on Saturday or Sunday, I'm sure, on, on the shows tomorrow and Sunday. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a chance that could happen. And I think also, sorry to be the one to break this to everyone, not official news, I don't know it, I've mm-hmm. got any insight into it, mm-hmm. but I strongly feel that he's not going to start Greedish and we should all just get used to it. Yeah, I know, I think you're right. I think, well, he, Southgate mentioned that he doesn't see Mount Foden and Greedish starting correct, in, correct. The same, in the same starting 11. No, my, my Jaden Sancho shrine is uh, getting a lot of love at the moment. Really? Do you yeah. know, I, I think that, I, because I, I don't think he's going to make it. He needs all the help he can get. Uh, yeah. I don't think he'll start because no, uh, I've rethought. Uh, I mean, we we put out our sort of predicted eleven, and I've mm. and I've sort of altered it slightly um, in my mind because I realised that actually, but when people moan about Harry Kane dropping deep and all that kind of stuff. Well, actually, that's a part of his game. And that's a very good part of He's his game. He's amazing at it. Yeah, I, and they've got the pace to go past him. Exactly, Andy. They've got the pace to go past him. So if you have Foden and Grealish on either side, you lose that. You lose what Kane can bring. Mm. Um, you need runners going on beyond him, or at least one runner. Sterling does that very well. And people say, oh, he's out of form. And Kane and Sterling, you, know, you can come back into form for the, for the tournament. I, I understand the fact that if you've not been in great form, um, you, you want people... Um, uh, playing well going into a tournament, but 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 Sterling and Kane have got a good understanding. Rashford can also do it. I'd probably prefer Sterling over over Rashford. Sancho is a slightly different type of player to those two because Rashford and Sterling are almost like they're wide forwards. They're like sort of, you know, a, a, a false nine. But if you're, in a if you're playing with way. if you're playing with three at the back, that is that is the way. To but, let but, me clarify but, the false nine as in as in it's a different version of it, in in that you're a yeah. wide winger forward. But, but Rashford's not fully fit, and Sterling's in no mm-hmm. kind of form. And I think the 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 overall issue here, you know, a couple of days out from this first game, and as I say, you know, obviously people, the guys will get will all get a chance to kind of preview it ahead mm-hmm. of the game on Sun, on on Sunday, is that actually what's not been said enough and actually Andy touched on it briefly yesterday but I don't think it's been said enough that the order in the games that England are playing and the, the, the profile of opposition they face it might have been a bit overlooked and I'll tell you why Croatia are a good team right not the team they were three years ago but they're still a decent enough team it's, no. it's, it's not the easiest opening game you could have in a tournament is no, it playing no. Croatia I know you're they're at home well Scotland's a derby game and I don't care about how relatively bad Scotland are compared to England. They've been in good form. They've had some good results. They've got some good players and it's a derby game. They knocked Serbia out of the playoff. Yeah, exactly. And the third game is against the Czech Republic who are among your dark horses for the entire tournament who've also got really good players. Mm. So actually, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. This could be one of two things. It could be a really nice test for England where they come out of it the other side a lot stronger and a lot more confident. Or let's be fair could be a fucking disaster mm. you don't want to be going into a game against Scotland having lost your opening game in a tournament mm. I don't if you're England you don't do you well of course not no. so so you have to understand I think everyone needs to understand that although we're really excited for the tournament it's a big test for England and if they go on and win the group could play someone they will play someone really decent mm-hmm. in the second round mm. I'd like them to get Germany if they get for the group as winners because I'd like them because I think they're better than Germany I think they know they're better than Germany as well mm. and it's a great time to play Germany yes okay I understand we want to be um, realistic about England's chances because, I mean, you know, the realism always smacks us in the face at some point. Hopefully it'll be later rather than sooner. Why do you want to be realistic on the first day of a tournament? Well, Andy. What's wrong with you? Let, let, him, us, depart, let, him. let us depart from the realism. Look at the running order, Andy. Yes. It's a joke coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the illusion. Andy. Yeah, he's got to set it up. Psychic Nicholas Ayula. There we go. All it's right. a psychic. <laughs> Not an octopus, but we'll get there at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> 
<laughs> it comes to something where we're holding the opinion of an octopus yeah. above a psychic. Yeah. Uh, Depends on the psychic. That's true, yeah. yeah. Um, maybe this is a respected one. Well, He's... well I think the octopuses deserve more respect because they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> the octopus should go around a tank looking for a bit of food or something. <laughs> uh, the psychic believes it's bullshit. <laughs> They believe their own bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Because uh, if you were a psychic, yes. you definitely would be spending your time predicting who would win the Euros. <laughs> you, would going, you would be going, do you know what? This stuff's coming. Yeah. Where was he on the pandemic? That's true. Yeah, I've no idea. No bloody idea. Well, mind you, you say this. Geller, as I said to Andy on the Teams of Our Lives on the Patreon the, the other day, Geller bailed us out of, against Scotland in Euro 96. Bailed us out. Yeah, we've got him to thank. We've got him to thank. Tell us how. Tell us what else our psychic Nicholas says, Marcus. Because if you don't say it, I will. He says in 2020. So it's already uh, defunct. Uh, that England will win the Euros. Yeah. Uh, he says he has lived many lives, including incarnations as an Egyptian queen. And as a lion. You see, the reason I don't read The Running Order, Luke, is I read that <laughs> as psychic Nicola Anelka. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very true. Which would have well, been a twist. Nick, ironically enough, Nicola Anelka's got more insight into this. You'd say so. Yeah. You would say so. And he has played and scored at Wembley, Andy, mm. uh, yes. against England. Um, on the other hand, though, we're talking about psychics, let's maybe a more scientific approach, shall we? A supercomputer, presumably one that Pete Donaldson owns, has predicted that England will win all, will win all their games in the group, They'll beat France 3-1 in the last 16. Wow. Which means France won't win their group. They'll beat Poland 3-2 in the quarters before suffering semi-final heartbreak at the hands of Denmark. And apparently the Czech Republic will then win it. This is Lars Simitson's computer. (laughs) (laughs) They'll do what they didn't do in Euro 96, the Czechs. They'll go that one little step further and actually win it. Win at Wembers. Win at Wembers. Imagine. We started out, I know you've not talked about a psychic animal here, but Mm. there has been a real prevalence of psychic animals in the recent weeks. Yeah. And it used to, I I can't stress this enough, it used to just be an octopus. And it it used to be the best part of the tournament. Yeah, sometimes, (laughs) depending on how we got on. But it's all animals now. And I think to myself... (laughs) It's all animals now. Why do we suddenly think animals know everything? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I know. Does it not? Pete Donaldson builds his own supercomputers. That's what you need to know. Yeah. And so I'm sure he could give us some kind of insight as well. And he'll be on at some point to tell us. Certainly. One thing we do know is that Scotland are back in their first major tournament since World Cup 98. They're back. I'm in, pleased for them. They're back in business. Uh, of course, in Group D with England. Uh, they're kicking off against Czech Republic on Monday afternoon. Uh, Andy, you're fancying, you're talking up the Czechs, but, but Stevie Clark has got Scotland well organised, got a good team spirit there, and they can boogie. <laughs> I certainly can. Mm. You know what? I'm really interested to see Scotland in a major tournament context because it has just been so long. And um, the enthusiasm that surrounds that is something to be genuinely excited about. It's a little something... bit of home advantage and a couple of the ties. Yeah, and it's, it's something we talked about um, on, on the Ramble earlier this week. I think sometimes because we're so locked in with club football, we just overlook how much it means, mm-hmm. how much it means to, to these players. And I, th- I think it's going to be really exciting. I mean, the, the Czechs, I, th- I think, are underrated, but they're not absolutely unbeatable by any stretch of the imagination. Mm. Uh, Scott McTominay, just to, to add to that, Andy, said it's not a case of turning up and it's party time. We want to play well. We want to get results. But the good news is for McTominay and the boys is the singer of Yes, Sir, I Can Boogie has says that she'll be cheering on Scotland and will tune into all their matches instead of Spain, which is a... Uh, Home nation. Nice. I mean, someone's done some deep digging to get that story to run. <laughs> 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 
Where's that come from? What news outlet did that come from? My goodness me. Well, one thing that's interesting, I think, Marcus, is that you know, look how good a season Rangers have had yeah. and how relatively little presence they've got in the Scotland national team. Mm. It's kind of similar to the Real Madrid thing in Spain. I know Real Madrid didn't win the league in Spain, but you know what I mean? You can't think of them as synonymous. Mm-hmm. Rangers in history... Are like, you trying to create Twitter wars? No. Oh, it's I'm interesting. Just, I'm just saying but that. Then I suppose, but if you look at the situation, though, with the Rangers, you've got old big McGregor in goal, who's not a part of the Scotland setup anymore. Yeah. Some of their uh, standout players, like Taverners, English, um, Morelos, Tavernier, yeah. Tavernier, sorry, yeah. Morelos, Morelos, Colombia. They have obviously one of you know a few Scotland players. Ben Kamara will be there with Phil in the course. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they will. Should Jermaine Defoe have been picked yeah. by Gareth? But 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 I do think. Uh, well, I'm not going to go there. Okay. I think even for you, on the day of a to- no, actually, because it's a day of a tournament, I'm going to let you have it. Thanks, pal. Um, but <laughs> Scotland do have some good. They have some good stand-up players, right? I I, mm-hmm. I wonder whether. Um, um, Billy Gilmore can have a bit of an impact because he's obviously a very exciting um, exciting mm. player and maybe, I'd chuck him in I would as well mm. I, I bloody would as well he doesn't look phased by much no and that is always a, a good sign and perhaps a little bit of an unknown quantity I know nowadays an unknown quantity you know, you've got it's your, relative it is relative and yeah. you've got your databases where you can sort of have a look at uh, players all around the world and so on but clearly people will know less about say Billy Gilmore than they would do at say one of their other players like Andy Robertson or something like that but they're not going to play one or the other of them, are they? No, but okay, but perhaps a poor uh, a choice there. But they are strong out wide, Scotland, and they've, well, got, they are, they've yeah. perhaps got a player in Billy Gilmore who can provide a bit of an X factor. Yeah. And the big success for them will be to get out of the group. And there's a really good chance that they can, mm-hmm. um, because three teams can come out of this group, and it's a stage that Scotland has never visited before in a mm-hmm. massive major tournament, as we always hear. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they can do that, that's a success for them. And they've never done it before. I, I feel they're in the same boat as Wales. Just win the first game to give yourself a chance. I mean, it is mad that Scotland never been past the first round of a tournament but this time yeah, round there is a chance oh they found some amazingly creative ways to not get yeah, out of the first really, round yeah. <laughs> all the goal difference goal scored yeah, yeah. all the rest of it yeah. I'm just going to say the word Zaire yeah that, and everyone will know what I mean yeah. um, and speaking of Andy Robinson though Marcus this mm. is a lovely little piece of work this. He has, yeah, he's ranged for some hampers for every member of the squad when they arrived at the training base this week it included shortbread a can of tenants I'm thinking, why one? Why just one can of tenants? A bottle of whiskey and a litre of iron brew. But why just a litre of iron brew? Yeah. Do a, a yard of iron brew. That's, that would I, be... think, I think people are... Um, people. Yeah, that's what, that's what the, the Scottish economy runs on, right? Iron brew? I, oh, iron, iron brew is globally successful. I don't know how many It's amazing. I really like this, it. But I've, I've had iron brew in Australia and in uh, Russia. Have you really? Yes, same, I have. Same recipe, do you know? It tastes as good. There we go. Oh, right. Is it made from girders as well? It should be. Well, I guess so. But I, I get the what, going back to what you were saying. I think it is locally made because in Russia, like the label was in Cyrillic and stuff. It's got to be made from girders. That's what the That's advert what always used of. to say. It yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, interesting. I think is Scotland. A, a Scottish friend of mine proudly said that that Scotland is the only country in the perhaps the Western world, maybe, maybe the entire world, where Coca Cola is not the number one selling soft drink. Yeah, it's, I, it's I, made me have a real craving for it. Actually, <laughs> this conversation. If that is true, that is magnificent work. I've read that it compete it does compete with mm. the big the big hitters. Yeah, for sure. That is class. Great stuff. That yeah. is really really good. Um, speaking of Scottish things, uh, Gordon Strachan told a very entertaining story from uh, from World Cup '82 this week. And well, they just relax here, mate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Settling big stuff. boy. Yeah, Strachan, <laughs> World Cup '82. And it only gets better. <laughs> when the team convened to watch a game between two of their group rivals, Strachan smelt a cigar. And he said, I went, who's got a cigar? We're top athletes. Hang athlete. on. Do the accent. I, I, I haven't really worked on Strachan. Do, do a Scottish accent or this story is not going to be as good. <laughs> 
who's got a cigar, dear? <laughs> Just like Gordon Strachan. He said, who's got a cigar? We're top athletes in here. I heard the voice of James Bond and Big Alex nudged me in the back and went, that sounds like James Bond. I went, it fucking is. He, Sean Connery, was watching the game with Jock Steen and he said, <laughs> do you want me to put it out? <laughs> I said, do what you want, big man. I've seen you in action. Did he put it out? No, he kept smoking. <laughs> It's just great stuff. That's cool. It is great stuff. Oh, big Sean. Isn't yeah. that? Yeah, it's crazy. Do what you want, baby. Yeah. Lovely old Would you think Daniel Craig will join up with the uh, the England team? I'd love that. I would love that. Timothy Dalton with the Welsh? No, it's not Timothy Dalton, is it? Oh, no, it is. It's, um, it is. Is it? Yeah, Timothy well, Dalton's Welsh. I thought it was the Royal Majesty's Secret Service. Lazenby. Lazenby. No, he, no Lazenby's uh, Aussie or Australian, Kiwi. yeah. Oh, is he? Okay, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Get Dalton in there. So they could all have their own James Bond. I don't think well, Daniel Scotland Craig's a football anymore. man, is he? Oh, true, yeah. yeah. Daniel Craig's not a football man. Anyway. I wouldn't have thought so. Nah. The Irish aren't there, so Piers Bo- yeah, Brosnan's, Brosnan's boys didn't make it. Same. Yeah. No. Same. Would the Scottish accept Piers Brosnan as a substitute? I, think about it. I Possibly. Think about it's it. It's the most... If, if, if Brosnan wanted to get involved in a bit of that kind of caper. Maybe you could do the, maybe you shouldn't be living here. Famous <laughs> <laughs> Piers Brosnan shout. Mind you, the last time we saw him in a football stadium, Dave Bautista had to deal with it. It was, wasn't it? Fight, yeah. was it called? Um, I can't remember. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant action movie. Though. Yeah, at uh, the bowling ground. Yeah. Uh, let's not start getting flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's have a quick break. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oh, my God. 
Hi, I'm Jermaine Defoe, and this is the Football Ramble. There he is. There he is. There it's he fate. is. It's fate. Come on. This is a, this is like diplomatic soft power from Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> England, England can technically still call the player up through injury till yeah, till till yeah. uh, Saturday or whatever. Um, so you never know. You never know. Welcome back to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betway. Go on then. Let's have this one. It's been a while. Oh Jesus! <laughs> you forgot it existed, didn't you? <laughs> Tried to. Right now, so You never think you'll miss overmodulating until it's gone. No, it's true. <laughs> and we haven't got e- it was not emails this today because it's a very special day. We're doing tweets instead. Ooh. And we tweeted out earlier today, what are you most looking forward to about Euro 2020? Some of my favourite answers here. Michael Smith says, Sir Gareth getting a knighthood for bringing football home, Marcus. <laughs> Absolutely. Perhaps an obvious one, but I'll put that in there for you. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that, Mikey. Do you think the whole team would get a knighthood if they won it? Because all the, all the yeah, Ashes players got MBEs, didn't they? Yeah, I think you get the uh, the MBE and OBs. Uh, Danny says, seeing Andy Robertson lift that trophy on July 11th. There we go. They there would get go. MBEs. They <laughs> could do. They would. <laughs> they could. Yeah. A bit more of an optimistic one. Uh-huh. Booth End Bursic saying, hearing which song they play after England inevitably get knocked out. For example, Stop Crying Your Heart Out by Oasis. Beautiful. 2002, that was. I remember yeah. Walk Away by Cast being used as yeah. well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Classic that... of the genre. Could have been World Cup 98, that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, get your suggestions in for that. Liam, uh, Gareth strutting out for the final in his famous waistcoat. It's not going to happen. Then at full time when England are victorious, he rips his shirt open and the waistcoat to reveal a huge three lions tattoo on his chest, with each line having a brown paper bag on his head. I love the pizza. <laughs> Sorry, Liam, I, I jumped the gun there. Um, yeah, I didn't realise your answer was going <laughs> to tail off down that road. Yeah. Yes, I, I'm looking forward to that. As well. It would actually be quite funny if Southgate, you know, like because he, he was a very cool, calm, collected. If they won, he just went mad. He did and go it, mad at one of the games in 2018. And come on, Pel- didn't yeah, he? he 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 for a moment he allowed himself, let him sort of burst out in celebration. And yeah. um, shout out to our mate and friend of the ramble, Lee Quickenden, who messaged me this morning saying, this is absolutely true on WhatsApp, I'm well up for this Euros, <laughs> smiley face. And about five minutes later, I didn't reply because I was on the train, about five minutes later, he replied, he messaged again saying, it's going to be a washout, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> absolute washout. Love that, Lee. Could be, hope not. Um, at Football Ramble is our Twitter and our Instagram. We'll be doing some uh, different types of content throughout the tournament, including some Instagram takeovers. So do check us out. And if you do want to email in, it's show at footballramble.com. Love that. Um, so a digital performance of the tournament's official anthem will kick off proceedings tonight. Um, we Are The People is a collaboration between Martin Garrix, The Edge and Bono. A hologram of Bono is going to be projected onto the stage. Now, I understand COVID times, blah, 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 blah. But do, do we want to see the, the performers on the... I think the only way you could make the Edge and Bono less cool is to put them with someone much younger than them, who is some kind, presumably some kind. I mean, this is your area, some kind of like house music DJ, right? Yeah, Martin Garrix is not really my area. Okay, no. fine. Is he anyone's area? Well, I guess he's some people. Is he Bono? Is Bono your area? No, not really. Would you prefer Childish Gambino? <laughs> I think we all would. I think we know the answer to that. <laughs> yeah, I think we all would. So it goes. Yeah. Well, Italy and Turkey will be uh, uh, playing this evening in Rome, as we say, after that uh, incredible um, opening ceremony, I no doubt. Again, though, it's a bit odd with sort of opening ceremony because it's scattered around the place. So anyway, we'll get something. We'll get a bit of uh, music. Um, surprise, it's not Dua Lipa. She usually uh, does these events in my head. And good on her. Ever since the Black Eyed Peas kind she's, of uh, She's really good the at them, though. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. 
Yeah. But a much better, it was a much better than the Black Eyed Peas. They all seem to turn up and stuff. A um, little bit of a ramble trivia for you. Mm-hmm. The uh, remixer of the most recent ramble um, theme tune, not the one we just had at the start of the show for the special Euros one, but the normal one, yeah. is done by Ed Seed, who is the guitar player for Dua Lipa touring. Guitar player. Look at that. There you go. Really? So there's the link. There's yeah. your link. There I see. I didn't even know. That's why I was talking her up. Well, you were stepping up her earlier. Yeah, I think I could still step up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Well, are Italy going to step up, Andy? Because they seem to be the team who people are going, oh, no one's talking about Italy. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. (laughs) They're slow starters. Yeah, but but they're like so many people have now said that, that that a lot of people are talking about Italy now. Yeah, and I think that's where the year delay to the tournament comes in Mm -hmm. because maybe they would have been genuinely under the radar if it had happened last summer. I mean, it's a bit like Portugal, how people say, oh, Portugal are dark horses. Well, A, Portugal are the champions. Yeah, so they're not dark horses. And B, Bruno Fernandes and Ruben Dias have been amazing in the Premier League for the last year. So, you know. And they do have Cristiano Ronaldo, let's not forget. There is that. (laughs) There is that. If anyone's saying that Portugal are dark horses, they're idiots. Yeah. Yeah. It's not absolutely clear, right? (laughs) Turkey, Turkey. I don't know if you. I don't know. I know they didn't qualify for World Cup 2018, but I don't know if you can technically have Italy as dark horses for anything. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. This they won is, the World Cup 15 years ago. This is why I was keen to change on our predictions to make it surprise package rather okay. than dark horse. Okay, yes, fair enough. <laughs> but 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 a lot of people fancy Turkey, as we said earlier in the show. I mean, it's a big test for Italy this opening I th- game. I think if you're Italy, this is the last opening game you want. Um, of, of course, it's going to be as quite you hard say, to get your head around that, isn't it? Because it can't be last, because it is yeah. the opening game. You may, they would have preferred <laughs> Wales or Switzerland, is what you're Yeah, yeah. It's exactly important the first game. We talked about it on Lions Watch, Andy. You know, it happened to England in, help me out in Marcus, 2014, right? Well, when you, they lost against if, if Italy. You, if you play Costa Rica first, is mm-hmm. it a different story? Now, Costa yeah. Rica turned out to be a bit of a surprise package themselves, but the point remains, right? Italy would rather play um, yeah, someone that isn't Turkey in this group. And it also feeds into the fact that Wales have got a really tough assignment here. Mm-hmm. But sorry, carry on. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Turkey, Turkey have, have got their best squad in absolutely ages. The level of public confidence in Turkey is, is very, very high, mm. um, which, uh, as we know, is often followed by a bit of a slip up. Yeah, but but, but still, um, you know, they've got quality all across midfield, um, defence. We know about that, and Budak Yilmaz has has, yeah. has had an amazing season. Golden old is, is it his best ever point? Well, I kind of think. I've said this before, but I kind of think we have to realign the way we think about the strikers because there are so many strikers now led by Robert Lewandowski, but also including someone like Budak Yilmaz, who's a better player now than he was five or six years ago. Strikers are just getting better in their 30s now, not maintaining their level, but actually getting better. And he's he's still incredibly quick, which I think is an issue against this Italy defence because you think that the strength of Italy is that experience, but I just wonder if they can they can catch him. And you look at the ball players they have in midfield, like uh, Chalanoğlu, who had a really good season um, with Milan. Yusuf Yazuju, who wasn't always a starter for Lille, who plays with Barak Yilmaz, so um, he, he might have a little bit more in the tank. Yeah, well, Andy, I mean, defensively, they're decent, obviously. Yes. Uh, they've only conceded three goals in qualifying, and a common phrase among the fans is, forgive my pronunciation here, Eten Duvar Ordu. I've just said that phonetically as an English person. Uh, but it translates... As wall of meat. Oh, I love that. Which is equivalent it's of great, isn't it? great wall of meat. Great restaurant. That. <laughs> Ten, the, tenor in, yeah. all you can have. Where's the menu? I was just up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that refrigerator? <laughs> Andy, uh, when, when I was looking into Turkey ahead of head of starting the shows uh, for, for the Euros, I, I, I completely forgot that a couple of years ago, 
Um, two years ago now, I suppose, but they were world champions at the time, France. Turkey beat France quite handily at mm. home in the qualification because they were in the same Which group. Which is why France yeah. uh, messed it up with the seeded teams. Right, exactly. Yeah. So so, so that's, I mean, they're, so they are capable of beating a good team. Now, I, I don't remember the detail of that game, so you, maybe you can tell me. No, they were really weakened. good. They deserved it. Were France weakened or anything at the time? Or? No, it was, it was a good France team and um, Turkey really, really deserved it. I mean, remember, they took four points off of France in the, in the qualifying group, which mm. is which is pretty fantastic. So this is the sort of game that suits them. Then again, they recently drew against Latvia. Yeah, and they chuck points else, elsewhere. And they the, lost. The, they the lost the to Iceland, group. didn't they, in the group as well? Yeah, qualifying. So yeah. you know, this is this is something that can happen for them. It's the best possible game. Yeah, okay. to, to to start with, I, I think. But I, I do like Italy a lot, even though there's no Verratti for this opening game. Shame. Um, Finland will be at their first major tournament, of course, in their entire history with that lovely kit that they have. They're nicknamed the Eagle Owls, by the way, after an owl landed on the pitch and held up a crucial Euro qualification game against Belgium in 2007 for 10 minutes. I thought you were going to say held up a banner or something then. Yeah, you're, what, with the, you're now called the <laughs> yeah. Eagle Owls. I like they, they're so flexible about their changing their nickname as well. Yeah. If anything happens, we'll just change it. Mm. That, 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 that held that, up they, the game. Well, that, mm. It's not like Sunderland becoming the Black Cats. They really have thrown themselves into this nickname. You know, Lucas Rudetsky, the goalkeeper, mm. he often dresses up with an owl mask on. I mean, he looks absolutely bloody terrifying like with, <laughs> with, with an owl mask on top of a, with a human body. Well, it gets into yeah. um, it gets to the heart of the perhaps the Finnish sense of humour, um, and and maybe this does as well that that the owl was subsequently named Helsinki Citizen of the Year in two thousand and seven. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Make what you will of that. Roy Hodgson was managing them at the time. Mm. Um, Roy came. Must second. have been insulted. Yeah. <laughs> have fin- Andy? Have Finland benefited from? An expanded tournament and a luck of the draw in Group J and qualifying, getting a relatively straightforward group. I mean, hundred percent. I mean, it's yeah. a follow-on from Iceland, for example. Italy were far and away the best team. Mm. They won every yeah. game, and that's what you want if you're you, you want one yeah. team to sort of dominate. Get, it, really. get rid of it. Mm. But Finland were in a group with Greece, Bosnia, Armenia, yeah. and Liechtenstein. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. it does happen sometimes when you have a team like that. And I, th- I think it's really important. But I, we, we talked about, and I'm, I'm sure we will continue talking about how much it it means. For me, like first-time qualifiers are one of the best parts of international mm. tournaments. It's so exciting seeing how they experiencing it. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, I should point out, uh, just for good practice, that their manager is called Marku Kaneva. Uh, Marku is such a common name in Finland, apparently, that there is a Marku union <laughs> that has an annual Marku of the Year award. Uh, he won it in 2009 after leading the under-21s to the Euros. <laughs> and it's always nice to have a Marku in there. <laughs> I would say. It might, it's good that he's won it. He could win it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. It might be nice to have a Mintu in there. That's the spirit of choice exactly. in, 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 in Finland. Right. Uh, we're talking of teams, we've mentioned them uh, very briefly, North Macedonia. Uh, of course, they've been their first major tournament. Lowest-ranked team at the tournament. Uh, they've got some decent players. It's all about Goran Pandev, let's be honest. We talk about, we mentioned Yilmaz being 35. He's 37, the golden oldie. Uh, and he's looked 37 for at least seven years. Yeah, exactly. He's never yes. looked young. I think he's looked much younger than that. I think he's looked 37 since he was about 25. <laughs> <laughs> he does look quite terrifying, though. Oh, mate. And I think, you know, the three golden oldie strikers, which yeah. could have a real say in this tournament, because it would be amazing if Pandev were able to get among the goals. Because mm. for me, I had already written him off as a great player, and particularly in Serie A, who's never going to get to a tournament. Mm. Almost like a George Weah type figure, although he's not as good as George Weah was. Um, but you've got Pandev, You've got uh, the aforementioned Yilmaz and you've got Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean, let's, mm. let's make it yeah, clear. Yeah, I, know, yeah. I know he's been a, you know, arguably no, the greatest right. player of all time. Is Lewandowski too young to make it in? How old is he? 
yet. now? Uh, 33. Nah. Too young. Far too. Yeah, Benzema, Benzema's 33, 33 yeah. isn't he? Who? Yeah, Benzema. Benzema. Yeah. Benzema's actually 33, yeah. 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 Although he runs around like he's about 23, fair play yeah. to him. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you something, North Macedonia, they're in with Ukraine, Netherlands and Austria now. Ukraine, I think, probably a bit better than, than some people think. Netherlands, maybe some people have been a touch harsh on them. They're still a good side, but they are not the side that, that, that even England played in the... Uh, you know, under under Ronald Koeman and Austria are okay, but you you would think North Macedonia would go into that game. You, could there be a challenge? Well, Netherlands are managed. Think... Netherlands are managed by Leslie Nielsen in Naked Gun, <laughs> so that's going to be that's going to be part of the problem for Netherlands, I think. Despite what these guys said yesterday, oh, don't be too unfair on Frank the Ball. He's a moron, right? <laughs> Secondly, Ukraine, Ukraine, I think are dark horses. I like Ukraine a lot, um, but you never know in these tournaments. There's loads of examples of it in the past. Costa Rica getting through in that group, as we've already said. You know? I think North Macedonia can finish third in this group, definitely. Yeah, they, then they, it'll they, come down to if they if they get any, enough yeah, points they, and they've, goals. They, yeah. they've, got, they've got quality in midfield. I think I think it can be done. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love it if they walk out and the, and the and the bloke doing the loudspeaker at the on the stadium. Leave OJ Simpson out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Crying out loud. Yeah. Uh, right, where were we? Oh, yes. Uh, Wales versus Switzerland, though. We talked about Italy versus Turkey in the same group. The Welsh play the Swiss. Paul Pogba has backed Wales as his surprise package for the tournament. I don't know what else he put for his ramble predictions, but do um, uh, get yours and <laughs> you find us find that on... Get him uh, in before Twitter. the first game, though. Oh, absolutely. No, no cheating. Yeah. Um, Dan James said that... Uh, that Pogba spoke glowingly of them after France beat them 3-0. And James said, I spoke to Paul after the game and he said, we've got a great team and we've got a great chance, which is always great to hear. So that's his backing for them as surprise tournament, surprise package of the tournament. He yeah. went up to Dan James and went, oh, well played. Yeah. That's the, the, well, to his club, mate. Yeah. Wells', nice. yeah. Wells nice. big problem is that they've got a really, really tough group. Now, mm. I know people have talked a lot about Group D and it being... The group of, uh, not Group D, sorry. Um, uh, group A is where group, Wales are. Yeah, I know, but I'm talking about the group with France, Portugal and Germany. Group F. Group F, sorry. Um, and, but I think Group A is, is a really tough ask. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or the group of life, as Andy, as you were calling it yesterday. But the, <laughs> listen, Turkey, we've talked about. Italy are great. They haven't lost a game for ages. Mm-hmm. Switzerland are perennial second round qualifiers in tournaments, aren't they? Yeah, they're mm-hmm. difficult. Really difficult. They've got good players. Uh, they've got a really... Way more experienced coach than Wales. Have they been Vladimir to a Pekovic. semi-final recently at European Championships? No, they haven't. Right then. But they've got a great goalkeeper as well. Yeah. I really rate Jan Sommer. I've rated him for years. Uh, they've got experience in there. They've got... Um, but but then Wales do have players that can hurt teams. I mean, yeah. it's, n- it's not an outrageous thing to say, even though I think Daniel James kind of flatters to deceive a bit. At an international tournament... You can imagine his pace hurting. Yeah, but when you've got a player, yeah, exactly. totally. when you've got a player like that, it is helpful because if teams want to squeeze you and push up and play a high line, they are aware of a pacey player like that. And I understand what you mean. Maybe his end product is not um, what perhaps Manchester United would would want it to be yet. But he's still a young player. But you have that pace, and it is a weapon. And teams will be aware of that, and it gives them something to think about. Wales are always also uh, tactically flexible. They're, they're almost, in a weird way, a bit like how England can move between a four and a three. Mm. I don't like England as much in a th- back three. Um, I think it's much suited to be a four-three-three. But Wales can switch between them, and mm. they have done so in um, in the warm-up games. I think. Yeah, uh, the, the Welsh Football Association has also had a big lorry 
bring all the team supplies to uh, the city, including baked beans and Welsh cakes. I love so, a Welsh so, cake. So, uh, absolutely. I love baked beans as well. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, Not together. Nah. Well, I've never tried it, though, nah, so I shouldn't wouldn't, mock I wouldn't, it. I wouldn't. Okay. But, but it's, hard, it's a harder ask for Welsh. It's a much tougher assignment this time around, I think. It is, yeah. But but the, but the feel-good factor's there with the tea cakes. Also, reserve keeper Adam Davis has doubled up as the team's DJ, known as DJ Davo. You know, yeah. we, better than um, what's his name? What's the what's the other DJs playing the opening ceremony? Oh, um, uh, Martin Garrix. Martin Garrix. Yeah. yeah. Would you uh, rather have DJ Davo? Yeah, of course. Banging out the Abba. Saying <laughs> <laughs> right. someone's double parked outside. But there was, a, <laughs> but that was the key. One of the keys for Wales' successes at the Euros in 2016 was, of course, you know, Chris Coleman's work and the players that's doing marvelously well and so on. But it was that team spirit, and they seem to have a bit of this. They, they've really built on that. Wales obviously didn't qualify for. Russia in 2018, but they're doing it. Johnny Williams has said, I've been practising my Cruyff turns like Hal. Someone needs to because old Hal's not there, sadly. Yeah, yeah they basically have to win this. I mean, even more so than than Scotland against Czech Republic, I think. If, if they're going to have a chance of, of finishing third, they, they mm. need to win this. I, I don't see where they get points elsewhere. Mm. And um, it, is, it is tough. And I've been hearing from people in Baku who are saying it's incredibly hot as well, which is mm. is something that makes it a, a a bit tougher. But they've they've got to have a little go. And I think if you're looking at Switzerland, like you're right, they are a tough nut to crack. On the other hand, two of their main players, um, Ricardo Rodriguez and Zenon Shakiri, of course, they just haven't played much football this season. So mm. maybe you can believe there's a bit of rustiness there. But, but, you, but, but that, forgive me, and far be it for me to 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 criticise a broadcaster of your pedigree, Andy Brassel. But sometimes you don't have to say that every time you disagree. With me. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it, we can we can use that fact to our own ends, can't we? Because we can say if we like a player, oh, they'll definitely be fresh because they haven't played that much football, or we can say they might be a bit rusty. That's it. It's fifty-fifty. You've no idea how how it's going to go. And mm. Shakiri does always pull out some extraordinary stuff at tournaments. He even, loves it, doesn't he? Even if he hasn't been doing stuff at club level for quite a while he absolutely loves it uh, Andy we, we mentioned the, the Netherlands there and Luke gave his opinions on Frank de Boer they play <laughs> Ukraine just ask his brother if you don't <laughs> believe me <laughs> don't take my word for it if you don't want to well, well, his brother said that Johan Cruyff would be turning in his grave if he could see the 5-3-2 formation that we used in the final friendly against Georgia um, which is, is funny because uh, well, Louis van Gaal did it in World Cup 2014 and... yeah but that's Louis van Gaal is is that the end point to that argument? <laughs> well, the, yeah, he's I mean, on the right. Yeah, I just think that, uh, and really, it sort of elongated Ashley Long, uh, Young's career because he took that to Manchester United. Yeah, made Ashley Wing in uh, Ashley Wing, <laughs> Ashley Young. You get confused <laughs> with Wing. Ashley Williams, who yeah. also benefited from a three-five-two. I'd love yeah. it if it was called Ashley Wing. Yeah, <laughs> and Harry Kane was called Harry Forward. <laughs> Harry Rocket Shot. It would make things a bit easier. Um, so yeah, I mean, what, what do you think of the Dutch? Do you think people are writing them off a little bit too quickly? Maybe uh, I think the fact that a lot of people aren't sold on the coach and the fact that there's no Virgil Van Dijk is obviously huge. Got some good defenders though. But yeah, but I, I, th- I think I think Memphis is going to have a great tournament. Obviously, you think that. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think that. But I, I think that's super important. And the fact is, he's playing really, really well at the moment. Mm-hmm. He can play up front on his own. We've seen evidence of a nice little link between him and. And Vout Veghorst as well. Do you know so. what? I totally forgot to check if Ricardo Karajma is in the Portugal squad. No, he's not. No, I didn't think he I thought it was maybe, yeah, one, one it's a, it's a bridge. It's a bridge too far. So all your attention now is on uh, Memphis then. That's why Andy's not picking Portugal to win it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. They've hurt him. Is Karajma part of the conversation going into it, was he? No, no. Yeah. 
They've won it. He won it last time. I know, but I'm just saying it wasn't like it was a big miss. It's not a big miss for them now, is was it? it? Was it his decision, or were they going, "Come on, Ricardo, let's go round again"? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they, presumably, asked themselves the question: Do I need a man approaching forty to do, <laughs> kick the ball with the outside of his foot all the time? And they said, "No." The, the, well, you've the got depth, three extra players in the squad. The surely depth, the depth is incredible yeah. in Portugal's case. I think in normal times, when they haven't got such a stacked squad, yeah. they, they, they would have picked him. He's had a, he's had an okay season. Well, I tell you, going back to Holland, we should not forget get that Frank De Boer talked a lot in a press conference about a player and how good he was that he hadn't actually picked for the squad mm. so I mean you know, I love it you're really going after all he's, I'm he's saying keeping, is he's keeping, this... the, he's keeping the Ajax part of him alive of yeah. course after they didn't accidentally but didn't pick uh, Sebastian Haller for the Europa League exactly yeah. and I think um, this, this, the scene is set for an almighty Netherlands meltdown and it's nostalgic you know, people talk about England being Netherlands. Got, I've, I've seen Netherlands were disarray at the time. They, they love a massive bust up. I, I, I see you've gone safe in uh, terms of your meltdown of the tournament. Yeah, Netherlands. A couple, couple of people have thrown France out there because of uh, Benzema. Oh, who could have seen that coming? Anyway, my goodness. Yeah. Start for better ways. Well, just before Marcus. we do, if you want to hear more about the group of death, you and Lars and um, Dotton talk yeah. about it on on the continent this week. So yeah, we do. We talk about all the other t- uh, big teams as well: Italy, Belgium, uh, Spain, and the difficulties they're going through at the moment, as well as those dark horses people from might, Turkey and the Czech Republic. People might be overlooking Spain. Anyway, yeah. Just start for better ways. Four to score um, across the Euros this summer. There's two hundred and fifty thousand pounds up for grabs across five rounds, and it's completely free to play cannot stress that enough completely free just pick the first goal scorer in each of Betway's four selected matches for your chance to win £50,000 each round make sure your submissions are submitted before the first game and as ever further T's and C's apply today's show it's round one and game one as you all know by now is the bravest of all the boys he gets up first every single time I'm told to um, he publicly <laughs> never complains on WhatsApp he gets upset all the time uh, it's Wales v Switzerland on Saturday afternoon Marcus uh-huh. Wales v Switzerland yeah. who's your pick? it's got to be Gareth Bale Gareth well, Bale well I, I know I think, he, I think he's going to start and, uh, and I think he's going to score there we go. There no we further go. explanation I mean, needed. We've already decided this is the tournament of the top knots. Oh, we? yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Uh, Skillsy, Skillsy agrees. Balesy. Um, yeah, game number two, Belgium v Russia, Saturday, 8 o'clock. Andy, you've got some great insight into this game. Who's your pick? Romelu Lukaku. Great. I mean, it's, it's just be. Be. The, the simple one. He's in such great form. Mm. Like 60 international goals at 28. I hate, uh, yeah, I hope he does it because I hope he gets some kind of golden boot or actually mm-hmm. lifts the trophy because he's such a fantastic player. I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. Yeah. Game number three, I'm worried to say, is a voice note from P that I haven't heard yet. <laughs> so it's England v Croatia. We've given him the big one on Sunday afternoon. I don't know what he's going to say. Fingers crossed it's broadcastable. Hello, Buckley the dog here. England Croatia, is it? I'm probably going to go for Rashers. I love Rashers. I think he's going to do it for the boys. Rashers. Rashers. England, Croatia, I think it's going to be a cagey affair, but I think uh, Rashford is going to score first. Oh. Come on, the England. There we go. So Pete's taking insight from Buckley the dog, uh, the do- one of the dogs he has access to. Yeah. Don't forget. Uh, game number four is Netherlands v Ukraine, Sunday, 8 o'clock. After the position I've taken on um, of Frank de Boer, I should probably put my money where my mouth is. And I'm going to pick Roman uh, Yeremchuk for Ukraine to open the scoring in that game. 
Uh, a big player that Andy thinks will become much more of a household name after the tournament. Is that right? I do agree, but um, I'm going to have to put you in the corner with the Memphis deniers and the anti-vax. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, I've overlooked Memphis there. Anyway, so in summary, Gareth Bale, Romelu Lukaku, uh, Marcus Rashford, with a special thanks to Buckley the Dog for that selection, mm-hmm. and Roman Yeremchuk. Uh, make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. Further T's and C's apply. You want to play along, it's completely free, but you must be over the age of 18 and do gamble responsibly. For more information on that, head to BeGambleAware.org and we'll be back for the second round of four to score next week. All right, everyone. International Legends version of Luke's game. Oi, oi. So get some fire in your belly, get your head in the freezer and here we go. It's one of those games that's quite difficult to explain but you'll get it as soon as you start hearing it. Yes, indeed. Now, the algorithm has slightly let me down this week. I can't remember who won out of you two last time. Was it Andy Andy, again? So, Marcus, you are up first. I thought that was the case, but I just thought I'd double-check. You know how the game works by now. What a great way to kick off the tournament than playing an international legends version of Luke's game. It gives Marcus a real chance, I think, because he is synonymous with international football. I am. Yeah. He's Um, an international football pervert. I think Marcus has influenced international football Mm -hmm. more than any other human being that's not got a cap. I appreciate that greatly. I mean, that's a lovely thing to say about a friend, but you have made him sound like a Tim Lovejoy introduction to a book no he sounds like I'm mates with Seth Blatter if the cat fits <laughs> if either either if the cat fits alright first player first but, player by the way, when you say international football if I've got the edge here we should say that it's the same you have to list all their clubs you don't just say the team that they play for don't the country. I, I, you see I was, think, I was thinking we've given the advantage to Marcus here which nations has Marco Van Basten played for no today's rule is I give you the player you just say the nationality oh great Jermaine <laughs> Defoe England yeah. here we go no it's the same game as normal same game as normal we just, we just put international legends for, for, uh-huh. for, the, for the vehicle so Marcus you're up first he's played for four clubs in total Ooh. he retired in 1993. Oh, Andy. Well, you're upset, but you're not going to be upset when you're here. Uh-huh. Terry Butcher. Butcher. Your favourite player. Is he? You, and your favourite person you've met in football, I'd say, as well. Uh, no, that's, that's naughty. You came back from interviewing him saying that he was a great bloke. I, I did. Uh, um, that's... <laughs> He's, he's yeah. also there's there's actually a picture on our office wall. <laughs> you know what you're doing of, there of Paul Parker, yeah, of Marcus and Terry Butcher, yeah. uh-huh. and Terry Butcher like looks like Shaq, and you look like Muggsy Bogues. Yeah, it? but Paul Parker's shorter than Marcus. Yeah, much yeah. shorter. Uh-huh. Tackles like a ferret. Terry Butcher. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> I've not got an assist in a semi final of the World Cup. No. Four clubs in total for Big Tezza. I don't think Andy's gonna be very good on this one. No, I don't think I'm going to be very good. Three. <laughs> That's good. Can you do all four? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go for four. Damn it all. There's nothing you can do, Mark. No, I know. He's going for all four. One I, at a time, please, Andy. The four clubs that Terry Butcher I plays wasn't for. Sure. I was half sure on the fourth. Just to reiterate, I yeah. don't actually know. Do you okay. not? No, no. Is it the spirit of the, the Euros? Yeah, let's just get in there. Go, go on, Fever. Let's go big. Go, go big or go home. Uh, Ipswich. He bloody does know him. Rangers. <laughs> Southampton. <laughs> Lovely old job, Marcus. Eh? That's Sunderland the and Coventry City. Correct. That's oh, the four. I could have done four. You played for Sunderland. Yeah, yeah I had that, Sunderland. That, you see, that was the Southampton wasn't the one was the one I wasn't sure on. I knew Coventry. You knew you, Luke's game is the the rule the unwritten rule of Luke's game. If you're not sure, say Sunderland. Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, yeah. I made that rule. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Never mind. Uh, do you know what Coventry? Oh, okay. Well, there we are. Marcus, you got one point up 
to over Andy's 1-0. Excellent. Arian Robin is the next player, Andy. Arian Robin, five clubs He's gonna in do, total. I bet he does all five. Five. Yeah, I've got it. Yeah. You've got all of them? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's nothing you can do again. I know. I think I'd have all five of them. But he's, I think there's an air of the complacency around Andy. I think he's got the Euros fever, which means his head's not in the freezer. Let's I hope do. so. All five that Arian Robin's played for, go. Groningen. I knew you were going to start with that. <laughs> Correct. PSV Eindhoven. Correct. Chelsea. Correct. Real Madrid. Correct. No, shut up. Come on. Leave it. Leave it. How long, how long have I got to do this? Shut Come up. Buy me. No. Yeah. <laughs> One all. That's why, listen, it's why Marcus is the people's champion. Because he's up against Thanos every week. <laughs> Right, Marcus, you're up for it this time. He's a big star from Brasso. He's gone in for, for, for all. He's gone for a full house he's, every time. He's there. tried to name every club so far. Impressive. Uh, you're up first this time, Marcus. Seven clubs in total. Retired in 2003. Mm. Okay, but he is an international legend. To go 2 1 up, seven clubs in total for Davor Shuka. Oh, thank fuck, it's not Jermaine Defoe. <laughs> <laughs> is he an international legend? Yeah, maybe. He is in this studio. Davor Shuka. Mm. What do you reckon? Five. That's good. It's in the slot, that. Andy, can you do six? I'm, I'm going to have to do six. You do all seven, Marcus? You're up against it today. I think, I, think, I think you have to. I think you have to. Is it all seven? Yeah, I think you have to. <sighs> no, I can't do all seven. Okay, so six <laughs> for you, Andy. I really want... Uh, Randy, I love what you're doing here. This is very unlike you, and I'm really enjoying it, but I can't do all seven. I cannot tell you the size of the bullet you just dodged there trying to do all that. Andy, six clubs, go for it. Dinamo Zagreb. Good, yeah, correct. Right, I'm going to have to get the fingers out for this one. Here I've got go. my finger out here for you. Okay, West Ham. Yeah. Arsenal. Correct. Sevilla. That's four. Real Madrid. That's five. Oh, I've only got more. five. You need one more. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. That was the five I had, incidentally. Yeah. You need one more from you to make it See, this is where you make the most of me not being able to count. <laughs> yeah. Um... I'm going to kick myself when I don't get this. Come on. i time you out otherwise. Okay, Panathinaikos. <laughs> 1860 Munich. Oh, fuck, oh. The fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and he started his career. So, bear in mind, if you'd gone seven, you'd mm. about to have got 1860 Munich. Yeah, and I the seventh have. was Osiek. Yeah. You're oh. not going to get that. The only one for me was was it Dinamo Zagreb or Hadjik Split? And yeah. uh, I would have gone. That's the traditional Croatian dilemma, isn't yeah. it? It's a big part of the game, big the Croatian dilemma. 2 uh, 1 to you, Marcus. Andy's up first this time. He said, You've got this, Marcus. You're close here now. <laughs> you're one up with two to play. <laughs> Right, you're, and, you're not if I name all of them. Andy, you're up next. Seven clubs in total. Shoot from the hip today, old Brassel. Seven clubs in total. Mm-hmm. Fristo Stoichkov. Fristo Stoichkov. Very, very, very big player in the game back in the day. Ooh, this is a tough one. It is. Yeah, it's seven. It's hard to work out sometimes. Seven. Mm-hmm. How many can you do? Give us a number. Need to hear something from three. you. Three. Three. Marcus, can you do four? If you do four, you win. <sighs> well, unless he goes five, I suppose. I don't, I'll go four then. 
Andy, five? No, go on. Do right, four for the win. In the, in the spirit of Brassel. You, I know you had three there. For a big win yeah. on the first day of the Euros. Mm. This is going to set the scene for the I tournament. I know, but I don't have the You've fourth. You've got to do it. Don't okay. be England versus Switzerland. Yeah, in come on. Come okay, on. Okay, come on. Ready? okay, Palmer. Barcelona. That's two. They're the two I'm sure about. You're this one away. I'm reasonably sure about. CSK Sofia. Very good. You've got one more to this, go. Yeah, for the I win. have nothing left. Absolutely nothing left. I'm getting the butter ready. Don't I let the public down. Is that the three you had? You knob, you had another one. You had another one, didn't you? It doesn't matter what he had. What matters is what you've got. This is this is from Kaiser Slouten. We must have a decider. <laughs> yeah, I had nothing. So CSK Sofia was correct. Obviously, yeah. Barcelona Palmer, as you've said. He went back to Barcelona and CSK Sofia. Uh-huh. But then it was Al Nasser. No. Kashiwa Racel. Mm. Chicago Fire. Yeah. DC United. Yeah. I had Chicago Fire, actually. Did you? Yeah. Oh, you didn't yeah. have CSK Sophia? Didn't yeah, I had CSK Sophia. Well, you didn't have Palmer? Pardon? You said three. It doesn't matter. Oh, did I? It doesn't Oof. matter. It's two all. It's two all. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, you got, you're still in your hands. Yeah. Okay, the momentum's now with Andy. I was amazed. You. Seven clubs for Stoichko. You've got eight clubs Same. for this last player. Oh, here we go. Okay, he retired in 1998. Okay. <laughs> Eight clubs in total. He is definitely international legend. One of the best players I've ever seen. Michael Laudrup. Louders. Legend. Ledge. Michael Laudrup. How many of the eight can oh, you name? Shiver me timbers. All I've got now is that. Wasn't it Brian or Michael? That is all in my head right <laughs> it's a now. Difficult one. Oh, bloody bollocks. Well, the, the, that could be a problem for Andy as well. Could be a so problem yeah, for don't Andy. Lose, don't lose hope. How many of the eight can you name Michael Laudrup? Can we do Brian? No, we can't. Okay. <laughs> uh, if we both agree that we want to do Brian, can we do Brian? No. <laughs> I don't bloody believe it. Come on, Victor Meldrew. What? How many can you do? I've got three. Three. Andy, you have four. I well, I guess I'm going to have to go for it. You want to go four? Yeah. Marcus, you want to be five? No. You're going to leave it in his hands I after am. being 2-1 up? Oh, yeah, because I didn't even have three. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, so, so four clubs that Michael Laudrup played for one at a time, please, Andy. Barcelona. That's correct. That's one. Real Madrid. Famously, that's two. Yeah, that was the two. Bromby. Oh, nice. Three. You need one more. Come on, Brasser. What you got? This is it. It's down to the last frame and the last black. <laughs> <laughs> is Stephen Hendry going to win again Chelsea did Michael Laudrup play for Chelsea if he did it's a win for Andy Brassel if he didn't it's we're starting the tournament the right way <laughs> <laughs> there it is <laughs> it was so- Portugal 2016-esque from me today. <laughs> Let me just write it down. So KB, Brondby, Lazio, Juventus, Barcelona, oh, Real Madrid, Vissel Kobe. Lazio and Juventus. I never, I have, and where did the end his career? <sighs> FC Copenhagen. Ajax. Oh, I, yeah. Ajax oh, my with, Actually, Ajax with the third one. Because I know, I think Brian Laudrup also played for them. Yeah. You, you, got, you got your Laudrups mixed up with Chelsea. The People's Champion did. has yeah. won... The Luke's game at the start of the tournament. Does that mean our well, people's champions are going to win the Euros? I Tune in to so. find out. I, I, I think so. it, it looks like that way, doesn't it? Certainly yeah. does. Yeah. Well played, everyone. There we are. A Andy. bumper show today. What a bumper yeah, show. What a bloody bumper mm. show it was, everybody. Absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show sponsored by Betway. On tomorrow's show, because we're back tomorrow, it's the Euros, baby. Yeah. We're in your ears every day. Uh, it's Jules, Jim and Andy.
Yeah. Andy, you will be talking about Italy and Turkey tomorrow. You'll have known the result and you'll be looking forward to Saturday's games. Because we're in that, when the tournament gets going, you've got that three games a day. Kind non-stop, of baby. Oh, it's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So do tune in tomorrow because Jules, Jim and Andy will be with you. Thank you very much for listening. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Luke Moore. Thank you very much. Thank you, Andy Brassel. Thank you. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Yabad! The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creative Network. 